You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, welcome again to Taking Territories. We are going into the Word of God right now and um, I'm sure you're looking forward to this time. Yes, we're going to go into the Word of God and I'll be sharing with you on what I call knowing the awesome God. Okay, knowing the awesome God. We've been waiting on the Lord, seeking His face, praying and fasting. And the theme of our fast is awesome God. It's been going really great. And this awesome God, we want to know Him. It's important to know Him. Why? Because the Bible says, let me read from um, Jeremiah chapter 9, um, verse 23. says, Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. Nor let the rich man glory in his riches. Let him glory, him who glories, glory in this, that he understands me and that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment and righteousness, in the earth for in these I delight says the Lord so let God wants us to press in to know him to know him um, so it's not about how wise you are okay it's not about how strong you are it's not about how rich you are or how much you've achieved all of those things don't impress God what impresses God is if you really know Him. If you really know Him. So that's what we want to deal with. This awesome God. I mean, He is God that is, He is um, uh, so vast. He is so multidimensional, multifaceted. He, I mean, words are not enough to fully describe God. Our human vocabulary is so limited. But you know what? He has revealed himself to us in his word. And so there are many ways that we can know this God. We can know him and we continue to grow in knowledge of God. So it's important for us to know God and to know God, um, this awesome God. How, how are we going to know him? What do we do? How do we go about knowing God. You know, there are different types of knowledge. Okay, there are different types of knowledge. And uh, I want to show you a few, a few things, uh, or I want to share with you a few things. In fact, I'll give you three, I'll give you three types of knowledge, you know, in terms of knowing God. There are three, three, three ways Okay, that we can know him. Number one, the number one is mental. We can know him mentally. <laughs> what do I mean by that? Um, let me show you a scripture. Jesus made a statement really that uh, gave me um, gave me the clue that you know um, there are things we can know. There are things we can uh, we can walk in from a mental dimension okay in mark chapter 12 and i want to read just verse 30 it says 
And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. So loving the Lord with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind and our strength. So your mind is involved. You see, your mind is a gift from God. Your mind is not evil. It's just that it needs to be renewed. You need to use your mind. You need to use your mind for the things of God. Use your mind to achieve the purpose for which you were giving a mind for. Don't allow the enemy to take your mind. Okay. So even your mind needs to be involved in loving God. That's what Jesus is telling us. So mentally, yes, uh, or should I say even intellectually, intellectually you can know, you can know about God. You can know God to an extent, but that is not all of it. That is not all of it. You can know, you can know God. For instance, when you, if you start reading your Bible, um, you, if you begin to read your Bible consistently and as you read your Bible, you keep saying, Lord, I want to know you through your word. Okay, the word of God is real. And so as you continue to, to spend time reading the word of God, meditating on the word of God, there is a level of knowledge you begin to attain just by reading the word of God. I remember the story of um, um, Charles Finney, an American um, revivalist in the 1800s. I mean, this guy, uh, uh, I think it's 1900s, yeah, in the early 1900s or so. Um, this guy, he was a lawyer, okay, and an atheist. He was an atheist and a lawyer, and um, he decided to read the Bible to find evidences, to find proofs that he could support his, his claim that God does not exist, you know, he decided to go on this journey to read the Bible and investigate for himself and have points with which he could use to disprove um, the concept of God to Christians. And you know, while he would spend time reading, as he continued to read the Bible, the Bible, you know, he encountered God through his word, through the pages of the Bible. Can you imagine that? Yeah. He got to a point that no, instead of disproving, disproving the existence of God, the more he read it, the more he realized. He realized now that God is real. You know, he began to experience God. You know, they say that the Bible is the only book that you can read and the author is there with you. So um, I, I, I like to call the Bible the God of books. There is no book that has impacted history like the Bible. There is none at all uh, in the whole of humanity. So the Bible is, strong, is, is, is the word of God in writing. So God has revealed certain things to us in his word. Okay. So as we read the word of God, we can know God. We can know God through his word. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So you will begin to know the truth. You begin to know the way in the word of God as you read. So your mind is involved in the process of knowing God. Your intellect is involved in that process. 
that level of knowing, that level of knowing. And so that's why as we wait upon the Lord, we also make time to read the word of God. We make time to spend with God in his word. Okay, so we pray and we go into the word of God. It's important because if you don't read the word of God, you are going to miss out on certain aspects about God because there are things about God that you will only find in the scriptures. Okay, so even no matter what uh, experience you have, you still need to use the word of God to judge your experience. So number one way to know God is through uh, the mind through the intellect and that is through his word your mind must be engaged God wants to engage your mind your mind needs to be renewed okay uh, let, uh, in, uh, in uh, Romans chapter 12 verse, verse 2 says be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may know that which that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. So uh, uh, don't be conformed to the world. The world is trying to tell us that God does not exist. The, word, the world is trying to tell us that God doesn't love us. The world is trying to tell us that God is unjust. The world is trying to tell us that God is, 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 um, is, is not fair. <laughs> you know, the, the world is trying to tell us that God uh, is wicked and so on and so forth so but if if you continue to listen to the world to find God if you go to the world to find God you will not find him there you will not find him there if you want to study the world in order to know God you will struggle study his word to know him so when you read your Bible you're not just reading your Bible for information you're reading your Bible to know God. You're reading your Bible to know Jesus. Okay? Yeah, because he's there from the beginning to the end. So as you read, let your eyes be open. Your eyes need to be open so that you can appreciate the word of God. You can appreciate God. Now let me read a scripture in the book of Luke. Um, St. Luke's Gospel. Um, this was... Uh, after Jesus, after Jesus had, um, had uh, resurrected in Luke 24, okay? In Luke 24, what happened is that Jesus resurrected, okay? And then he now appears to some of his disciples. He appeared to them and, uh, and uh, the Bible says that he was uh, walking with them. They were on their way to Emmaus, Okay? And, and as they were there on their way, let me read uh, from verse 28. It says, um, uh, talking about the disciples of Jesus, then they drew near to the village where they were going and he indicated that, uh, sorry, sorry, I'm reading from the wrong place. Verse 13, verse 13, he says, Now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to the village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together all these things which had happened. So it was that while they conversed, okay, and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near. He drew near and went with them. 
but their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. Okay, He was walking with them, talking with them, but they did not recognize. They did not know it was Jesus. And, uh, and Jesus uh, said to them, what kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? Then one of these men said, whose name is Clopas, answered and said to him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which happened there these days? And what things? And they said, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we were hoping it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, today is the third day since these things happened. <clears throat> now, um, G these guys, you know, they were, Jesus is walking with them. They didn't know him. Many times God is with us and we don't even recognize. We don't know that God is with us, okay? So, but now, let's go down. Let's go down. Jesus begins to talk to them. It's a, it's, it's a long dialogue, okay? But then I'll just skip to verse 44. Uh, and he said, to, he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you. The things... Uh, that all will be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. Then look at verse 24 or 45 says, And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. You see, so there is an opening of your understanding, your Intellect can be open. Your mind can be open. Your understanding can be open to understand the scriptures. So there is a knowing that comes from the scriptures. The Holy Spirit works through your mind and he opens your understanding. He opens your mind. That's what Jesus did to the disciples here. Okay, so... So yes, this 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 kind of uh, this this kind of knowledge comes from the scriptures, from the scriptures. All right. So it's not the only way you can know God, but it's one of the ways you know God. You know God. You will know God through His Word, through um, your 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 he, uh, what is revealed to your mind. He will reveal. Himself, as you read the scriptures, as you read. Haven't you had those moments where you're reading, maybe reading your Bible, all of a sudden it's like a light bulb comes up. And you're like, oh my word, I've been reading this all the time and I never saw this. It happens to me all the time. Or like many times, let me not say all the time. It happens to me many, many times. And I know it happens to you as well as you're reading the word. Okay, so it's, if you want to really know this awesome God, you need to know, you need to read the, the word of God. You need to be, you know, a 
ferocious eater of the word of God, if I may put it that way. You know, reading and reading and reading and reading. Why? Because uh, that reading is what the Holy Spirit is going to use to, um, to reveal God to you. Okay? So it's important to engage our minds, our mental faculties, even concerning the things of God, not just concerning our academics, not just concerning our careers, not just concerning life and so on, even concerning the things of God. Let your mind be involved as well. Okay? God wants to reveal himself to you on this level. Hallelujah. So at this level, you will now begin, as you read, you begin to understand certain things. For instance, we read the word of God and then there are certain experiences that people have had in the past that have been recorded. We read and then we are able to know God through what has been written. All right. Yeah. So that's, that's one way you can know God and we press in. Whenever you're reading the scriptures, ask the Lord, open my understanding. Yes, reveal to me. I want to see you as I read the word. I'm not just looking for information. I'm looking for you. Hallelujah. Yes. So every page, he is there. He is there. You will always find him. If you seek, you will find. If you don't seek, you will not find. All right. So as you read, search the scriptures, Jesus said. Uh, search the scriptures. Yeah. So, uh, you, 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 the, the, the people, the Pharisees, they sought the scriptures, but they didn't know the word of God. They didn't know God. They didn't know the power of God. But you don't want to be like that. You want to search the scriptures and you want to know God through the scriptures. All right. So then the second way that you're going to, that um, for you to know God, the second uh, way you're going to know God is by revelation. Okay, by revelation. So it's not just mental knowledge, although there's room for that. You can know him mentally, but then there is what is known as revelation. Uh, the Greeks will call it apocalypsis. Okay, so it's, it's when something is revealed to you, unveiled. So God, there are times that you can only know God when he shows up. When he shows himself up. Huh? Yeah, there are things that he has put in place for us to know him. For example, uh, in Psalm 19, in Psalm 19 verse 1, he says that uh, the, uh, the, the heavens declare his majesty. Oh, how does he put it? Let me read it quickly in uh, Psalm 19. In Psalm 19 verse, verse 1, it says, The heavens declare the glory of God. Okay, can you see? The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. In other words, the universe shows his handiwork. It shows the work of God. So it's revealing. Even nature reveals God. So there is a revelation of God in nature. Do you, can you imagine? Yes, there is a revelation of God in nature. And uh, although man has tried to deny that, but they cannot. There's no way. God has put his signature. He has put his signature on creation. And nobody can take it away. 
Hallelujah. Yeah, so he's, he reveals himself. And that's why we pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. We ask for revelation that God will reveal to us. Reveal to us. Not just things. We want him to reveal himself to us. Okay? Yes. And uh, when it comes to revelation, one person that we can look at, you know, yes, there's John the Revelator, but revelation of doctrine, revelation of, of scriptures, I'm telling you, Paul was, uh, was high up there, you know, in the, in the, if we have to put it in hierarchy, those who have revelations of God. So let me read from um, uh, Ephesians chapter 1. So as you wait on the Lord, you need to, you need to make time to, to pray and ask God for revelation. All right, uh, Ephesians chapter 1, and uh, this is uh, Paul speaking from verse 15. He says, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Can you see that? So you need to pray for God to give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. What does that mean? That you, he will be revealed to you. There are things that will not come by reading, just by reading. There are things that will come by the operation of the spirit of God, the spirit of wisdom and of revelation. There is that operation. So you want to know God. You want to know him, yes, as you read and uh, as you think, as you meditate, you want to know him. But then you want to know him also by revelation that God will be revealed to you. Yes, this awesome God. I want to see his greatness. I don't know about you. I'm saying, God, I want you to reveal your greatness to me. Yes, I, I, I might have seen a little here and there, but I want to see more. I want to see more. So I'm asking for more. Hallelujah. Yes. So ask for revelation that the Lord will reveal himself to you. And I know some people believe that everything that is supposed to be revealed has been revealed in the scriptures. Um, yeah. Technically, yes, but uh, I don't know. But uh, I'm telling you, there are things, you know, there are things that are still going to be revealed to us. Even the scriptures, there are things that can be revealed to you from the scriptures by the Spirit of God. There have been times in my life that I'm going through situations and I'm, I'm like, you know, uh, I, I'm clueless as to what to do and and I pray and I seek God and God speaks to me. He reveals scriptures to me. He speaks to me and he gives me scriptures. So it's a revelation of the scriptures in that sense. But then God can also reveal things to you. For example, um, uh, God, speaks, God speaks also by visions. All right. It's a revelation. That's part of revelation. Visions are part of revelation. Dreams are part of revelation as well. So revelation, so when we say you can know God by revelation, it's not just 
Uh, when you read the scriptures, you can know God. I mean, Jesus is appearing to people. People, you know, he's appearing to people. People are having dreams and then they see Jesus and they wake up and become saved. That is a revelation. That's knowing God by revelation. Just recently, an, uh, an imam in, uh, in, uh, um, in West Africa, an imam was, um, he was, he was sleeping and Jesus came to him in a dream and, and said, you, 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 I need you to come and serve me. And that's how he woke up and got saved and, and got his entire family saved. That happened by revelation. You see, it happened by revelation. And there's a lot of that happening in the Middle East, especially. Yeah, there's a, there's a village where a, a whole village, can you imagine? A whole village had a dream and Jesus came to everyone in that village in one night. By the next day, everyone in that village got saved. That is knowing God by revelation. Okay, yes. So, um, there are workings of God in our day at this time. And let's pray that there will be more uh, of the operation of God like this in our generation. Hallelujah. Yes. So, you can know God. You can know God intellectually or mentally, you know, uh, through the scriptures, through what you read, through the information you assimilate and all of that. Yes, you can, ex you, can, you can know God that way. You can read and read and read. I mean, like I mentioned the, the case of Charles Feeney, who from reading the scriptures got saved and became a great revivalist, you know, one of the greatest uh, preachers that I've ever lived, yes. So, uh, he encountered God by engaging his intellect. And that's where apologetics comes in. Apologetics engages the intellect, okay? Engages the intellect. So there are people that will come to know God that way. And there, there are aspects of God that we will know that way. But then, when it comes to revelation, whew, I'm telling you, I've, I mean, you've, you've read about Jesus in the scriptures, but what would it be like if you had him visit you? Huh? You've read about angels in the, in the scriptures. What would it be like if, you, if an angel walked into your room now? You know, these, 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 are, these are revelatory experiences. You know, obviously they must be judged by the word of God because a revelation on its own without... Uh, without conformity to the word of God can lead to error. Because we know some false religions, we know some cults that started with revelation but no scripture. Alright? So your revelations must line up with scripture. In other words, whatever it is you have, you experience um, in, in, in the realm of revelation, you need to come back to the realm of the intellect and balance it with the scriptures to assess it. And put everything in the right perspective. Okay? So that is, that is one, one of the ways you will know God. Alright? And then the third way that you're going to know this awesome God. I don't know about you. I want all, the, all three. I want to experience all three. Okay? I want to know Him. I want my intellect, my mind. You know? I want to be able to, 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 to know Him more and more as I read the Word. But I also want to have Him. Him revealed to me. I want him to reveal himself to me in a way I've never known him before. Okay? 
Yes. So like the, the patriarchs of old, they knew God by revelation. Abraham didn't have a scripture to read. He didn't have a Bible to read. But guess what? He had revelation. So he knew God by revelation. That's how come he knew. He had a revelation of God as, um, as um, uh, El Elyon. He knew God as El Shaddai. He knew God as Jehovah Nisi. These are revelations of God. Okay? They came, they came by revelation. It didn't come, they didn't come, they didn't get it by reading. For, 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 for you to read it, somebody should have had it before. <laughs> Something like that, yes. Okay, so the third way you can know God is by experience. By experience. What do I mean by experience? Do you know that God is so real? He's as real as the person, you know, next to you. He's as real as your friends. He's as real as your, as your, your, your family members. He's as real because God is a person. God is a person. God is not a doctrine. God is a person. God is not a text. He is an individual. Okay? He's an individual and we need, we need to experience him like that. We need, to, we, need to, we need to desire that even as we spend time waiting on him. Ask that you would know him. That you would know him. Paul prayed. I mean, this is Paul who wrote the, 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 um, uh, most of the, the, the New Testament. Uh, I mean, this guy says that I might know him. That I may know him. And this guy, I mean, he's, he's already encountered God. He was already born again. On the road to Damascus, you know, I mean, Jesus just walks in there and then knocks him off his horse. And, and he gets radically saved. All right? He gets radically saved. He goes to the desert. He spends years in the desert, you know. And then he comes back. He's preaching powerfully and he's planting churches and raising leaders all over the place. And yet, he says that I might know him. So why? Why would he say that? Why? He could, he could be, if anyone could say, I know God, Paul definitely would have been one of those. He would have been one of those. But he didn't, he didn't, he didn't depend on past experiences of God. He wanted something fresh again. He wanted to experience God fresh. Don't just say, oh, well, I've read the Bible before. No, 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 no. Go back, read it again. Read it again. All right? Like this year, we're going through the Bible again. Uh, we do that every year. Read it. Read it. It's good for you. It will, it will help your mind. It will help your spirit. It will help you to know God. It will open you up to God in ways that uh, just, just listening to uh, people talk won't do it. Okay. So the scripture is, 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 is supposed to be made real to you. So even what you read in the scriptures... You need to also hunger. You need to desire to experience what is written in the scriptures. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. You know, before Jesus came, God had been revealing himself. He revealed himself to, to national Israel. You know, he revealed himself through the prophets, spoke, they wrote, they spoke, they wrote, they spoke, they wrote. And, you know, God revealed 
revealed himself, but still that was not enough. That was not enough. And in the last days, God decided to do something. Let me read from Hebrews chapter 1. In the Hebrews chapter 1 and uh, uh, verse 1, he says, God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his image, uh, brightness of his glory, and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. So God was speaking through prophets, revealing through prophets. And then in the last day, he says, now I want you to experience me like flesh and blood. <laughs> Incredible. So Jesus comes and then the, you know, the incarnation takes place. Jesus comes and is walking the dusty roads of Jerusalem, Nazareth, Galilee, and so on, and talking to them, eating with them, and all of that. God came down to dwell with man. My goodness, you cannot misunderstand God. You shouldn't misunderstand him when he's right there. It's easier to misunderstand the text than to misunderstand someone who is sitting right there talking to you. Is that not so? So we want to know God. We want, we want to seek God. We need to, we need to continue to press in and pray and say, Lord, I want to know you. I don't want to just know information about you. No, no, no. I want to know you. Yes. Oh, I, want, I want to know how you feel about things. Isn't that wonderful? Jesus said, do not grieve the Holy Spirit, for instance. Quench not the Spirit. How, how, I, how, do, you, how do you know not to grieve him? Now, you need to have some kind of relationship. So when I say um, knowing him by experience, you need to get to the place where you are relating with God. It's now a relationship. So when you relate with someone, you know their likes and you know their dislikes. And that is the ultimate for us. That's the ultimate for us to know God like that. So, so that we know not to... Um, not to displease him. I know, yes, there are things that have been written that God does not want. They're there in black and white. If you read that, you will know those things about God. But then there will be times in your life that you will experience certain emotions. Haven't you experienced it before? You're worshiping God, or maybe you're in, in a place of prayer, and then certain emotions begin to, you know, begin to come over you. You know, your senses begin to experience certain things. And I know some people said, no, we shouldn't go to that realm of senses. Listen, God made the senses. Let's, 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 let's not leave everything out. Everything. You should love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. Your strength is speaking of a physical, physical. So you can love God. You can know God in a way that it will impact you physically. Yeah. 
You can experience God in your body. For instance, if you are sick, if you are sick right now, do you know that you can experience God in your body? Yeah, you can experience the word of God. The word of God, like the word of God says, by his stripes you were healed. Do you know that if you just keep it on the pages of the Bible, it doesn't, it doesn't help you. You know God, yes, God healed those days. What about now? You will leave it in history instead of bringing it into your present situation. And that's where knowing God by experience comes in. Where we begin to bring the things that we've read, the things that we've known mentally from the scriptures. And then the Holy Spirit highlights them. The spirit of revelation, you know, shines on that. And then now you bring it to the realm of experience. That's how we need to know this awesome God. You need to know him from the pages. Yes, that's good. But then you need to know him by revelation. And then you need to know him by experience. I want to experience God like Moses experienced God. I want to experience God like Abraham experienced God. I want to experience God like Joshua experienced God. I want to experience God like David experienced God. There are so many revelations of God in the scriptures. You can spend a whole lifetime, a whole lifetime, I'm telling you, seeking to experience the things that I've been reading in the scriptures. Okay, yeah. So uh, if you are sick, you need, to, you need to experience him as Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha that was revealed to Moses. You see that the different patriarchs had different revelations of God. All right. Moses had the revelation of Rapha. All right. He, he had the revelation of Rapha. And he was able to impart that to the entire nation of Israel. And the entire nation of Israel for 40 years didn't get sick. They didn't get sick. Why? Jehovah Rapha was with them. They were experiencing him. And we can also start believing God and start declaring the word of God. That he is Jehovah Rapha. He is at work in my body. Hallelujah. So, so you, you want to know him as a healer. But not just as healer. There are other things. There are other um, revelations of God. There are other things that God has revealed to us in his, in, in his word. For instance, um, uh, he, he revealed himself to Gideon as Jehovah Shalom. Gideon had the revelation of the Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. Now, it, you, you can read it and you know it. Oh, yes, you know it mentally. Jehovah Shalom means the Lord my peace. But then, has he, has he been revealed to you as your peace? The Bible says Jesus is our peace. He has broken down the middle wall, you know, of partition between us. We're enemies of God, but Jesus brought peace between us and God. Hallelujah. Amazing, right? Then, now, you are faced with situations. You are in the middle of a storm. And it's like there's a crisis. And you, 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 you are almost out of your mind. What do you need? You need to know him as Jehovah Shalom. That's the time you need to now experience it. It's of no use in the pages of the scriptures when you are in need of that manifestation. So the, the knowing him by experience brings, him to, brings it to a point of manifestation. 
We need to experience God. We need to ask for manifestations of God. All right? You need to know him as your, your um, as a Jehovah Sabaoth, for instance, uh, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of the armies. That's where he fights. He fights. He's the, he's the commander of the, of, of the army, the hosts of heaven. Right? So when you are faced with battles, it's of no use keeping it on the pages of your, your Bible. That's the time you want to experience it. So you need to place a demand and say, where is Jehovah? <laughs> where is Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts? You know, if there's anyone that knew him as Jehovah Sabaoth, it is David. He experienced him so many times, went through so many wars, and the Lord of hosts was with him. Isn't that amazing? Yes. So we need to know this God. Are you seeking to know him? That's why he says, let he that boasts should not boast in his, his wisdom. Don't boast in your intellect. It's of no use if it's just in, your, in the realm of intellect huh? and it doesn't impact your experience. So your intellect must also translate to experience. Your intellectual knowledge needs to translate to experiential knowledge. Okay, so make that a pursuit. Make that a pursuit. Seek to know God. Seek to know God. Huh? If he was Jireh, Jehovah Jireh to, um, to, to, to Abraham, then he should be to you. Seek to know him that way. Seek to know him as El Shaddai. Yeah, the, 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 the one who is more than enough. Yes, the all-sufficient one. Seek to know him. Yes. Hallelujah. If you are faced with a battle, seek to know him as Nisi. He was revealed to Moses as Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner. You, in your battle, he is the one that will give you victory there. He will be the banner that will bring victory to you. Yes. So if you are, if you are walking in, um, um, if, you, if you are struggling with your, with your Christian life, your um, in the area of purity and in, 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 in dealing with sin and all of that, you're struggling. You need a revelation of him. You need to know him. You need to know him as Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord, our righteousness. And you need to know him as Jehovah Mikadesh, the Lord that sanctifies. You need to know him that way. So we need this God, this awesome God to be revealed to us. So you can see that there are so many revelations of him. Huh? Or maybe you're in that place where it's like nobody, you know, God is not hearing you. You can't hear God and all of that. And you are stuck in a situation like Hagar waiting to die. And then she, 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 she sees God. The Lord appears to her and she has a revelation, you know. Huh? And Elroy, the God that sees. Hallelujah. So there are so much, there's so much we can, we can um, press into as we wait upon the Lord, as we consecrate ourselves. You, let, let, let it not just be a religious exercise. Let it translate into a living experience. A living experience that will transform your life and make you a better person, make you a blessing. Yes, I have to stop here now, but I'm telling you, I know, I know that God is going to 
manifest himself to you, that you will know him. Your mind, your understanding will be open as you read the scriptures. Let your understanding be open. Let your, let your, your, um, your uh, uh, mind be receptive to the words of God. Hear him from the scriptures. See him in the scriptures. All right? See him in the scriptures as you read. Let your eyes be open. Let your ears be open as you read the scriptures. So you can hear his voice from the, from the pages of the Bible. And you can see, see, begin to see the things you're reading. And as you meditate on the word, I believe God will begin to open things up. Hallelujah. And then you now begin to walk in revelation. And then it becomes experience. Isn't that wonderful? And then your life will be transformed. Father, I thank you. I thank you for my brother, my sister, watching this broadcast. Lord, I ask, oh God, that they would know you. That they would know you deeply. That they would know you personally. They will not be uh, depending on second-hand knowledge, but they will have a first-hand knowledge. Thank you, Lord. I pray. I pray that the scriptures will open to your people. Let the spirit of revelation be, begin to flow to your people and let there be experience. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if, you, if you're watching this and you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to pray for you. All right? I want to pray for you and uh, I want you to say this prayer. mean it with your heart. You repeat after me, okay? And then after, after that, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. So say this after me. Say, dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. And I confess, yes, is my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Thank you, Lord. I give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, if you if you prayed this prayer, I want you to write us, okay? This is the first time praying this prayer. Contact us. Our contact um, details are on the screen. Contact us. Let us know. I want to hear from you, okay? And uh, let us know what God is doing in your life, even through this broadcast. Let us know what you are learning. Let us know if you are experiencing God uh, in a new way, in a particular way, as a result of what you are receiving, even through our ministry. So let us know. Contact us, okay? We'd love to hear from you. And I want to say this to you. Please talk to people about this broadcast, share it with them, and direct them to, to feed upon the Word of God. All right? And God bless you. I want to, I, want, I, I speak and I release, I release the spirit of revelation over you. In the name of Jesus, I declare, Father, that you will touch your people, reveal yourself to your people right now maybe you're you maybe you're here and you are in need financially materially 
physically right now lord i pray that needs be met jehovah jireh that you will provide for your people right now i call every need met in the name of jesus i call every need met right now in the name of jesus receive by faith right now if you are sick in your body i want you to touch your body touch that area of your body lord god i speak and i release your healing power over your people right now in the name of jesus sickness go i rebuke every sickness i rebuke every disease i rebuke every virus if you are COVID, if you have COVID, I, I command coronavirus to die right now in the name of Jesus. Die right now. Die. I speak death to every virus in your body. I command your body to receive life, to be strengthened. I speak health and wholeness to your body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes. You're here, you need, you need a divine intervention. I, I hear the Spirit say there's somebody that needs an intervention in their relationship. Lord, right now I ask, oh Father, for divine intervention. I rebuke that spirit that is causing division in that relationship in the name of Jesus. I bind that spirit right now. I speak peace. Let the kingdom of God manifest in your life. Righteousness, peace. And joy in the Holy Spirit. I release that. And now I pray for every home. Lord God, every home, every family that is watching this broadcast, every family. Right now I ask, oh God, that you will, you will step into their homes, into their families, and begin to work your purposes. Let your will be done. And I ask that your kingdom, your kingdom will come in their families, in their homes. In the name of Jesus, touch their businesses, touch their careers. The person that is looking for a job, I command doors to open for you. In the name of Jesus, multiple opportunities to come your way right now. Thank you, Father. I give you glory and I give you praise. I give you praise. Hallelujah. God is good. And I want you to just believe God, trust. As, as, as I've declared these things, receive them. Receive them in your life. Receive jobs. Receive sound health. Receive provision in the name of Jesus. Receive direction. Somebody needs direction. I hear direction, direction, divine direction. Lord, I rebuke every confusion right now. Let there be clarity, clarity in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you real good. I'd like to uh, see you again next week. Invite someone, talk to someone about our broadcast, okay? God bless you real good. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.